What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create Podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. On this episode, we have Daniel Cole. He's a drummer, a performer, a brilliant dude. He performs with XV, Cat King, Quixotic, and he used to perform with the band that I led called Run With It, and we toured all over the world, literally, <laughs> together. It was great catching up with him. We talk about concepts of, of looking inside yourself and what does it mean to really discover who you are and live out that truth. Hope you guys enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast. in some form of restriction, mm -hmm. at least in this physical form. Whether that's good or bad and it aids in your progress and growth depends on how much truth you apply to your movement versus how much of the fabrication you apply to your movement. Fabrication being the conditioning that we've been placed in within civilization versus operating in our true nature. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what Jeff and I kind of touched on. Are you rolling at all? You are? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if you started explaining something, I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's good. But, like, that's what Jeff and I kind of touched on, too. Just the COVID, it's been this great slowing down of everything. Yeah. And so it's caused, at least for me, at least for him, I think for a lot of people, it's caused this, I don't know, it's like recalibration of oh. priorities of, of our own selves, in a way. So... But, yeah, for but sure. here we are, D. Cole, a man. This recalibration. Boom. Recalibration. Take a little, <laughs> take a little drink. I'm, I'm happy because I know you were a part of the journey when I first opened myself up to this experience. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Because I went, you know, 27 years without mm -hmm. any type of substance. Right. Full alcohol. straight edge. Yeah. Like Full X on, on the hand. Yeah. Underground community. Yeah. I'm not I'm And not then life that. decided, hey, <laughs> this is where you're at and this is what's available to you. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go for it this time. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a total fan. So what, are we, what is this that we're drinking? What are Jeff, we drinking? Jeff, could you do a, a quick what we're drinking here? This oh, is Piggy yeah, Pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah, so Piggy Pop. Uh, Full cameo so from Piggy Jeff. Pop. Yeah, so this is a pet gnat. So um, pet gnats are, are kind of, well, they're kind of like the cool kids on the block right now in wine, you uh -huh. know? I, I think, like, people would agree with me on that. Uh, I will now. So it's a, a generally a natural wine. It's typically natural processed, natural fermented. Uh, this I one, I believe, is, uh, you know, it wasn't inoculated with anything outside of itself. So... Whatever was on the grape skins when they pressed the grapes, um, you know, it, it, that's what fermented it. Is that why it's called a gnat? Well, yeah, gnat. So you're basically saying like the not K-N-A-T, no. Um, but but uh, gnat stands for natural or natural. Oh, so uh, as untouched as possible right? when and, creating this. And excuse me, I never took any French lessons, but I think it's petulant, natural. Uh, Sounds right. So, so um before it finishes fermenting, they bottle it, mm -hmm. okay? Cap it, cork it, all that. And then it finishes fermenting in the bottle. So you have like a natural carbonation. A lot of times pet gnats are called a party in a bottle mm -hmm. because, man, when you, when you like open that thing up, 
who knows what's going to happen, right? <laughs> it could blow up. It could, you know, crazy, yeah, whatever. Or it could be like this. It was super subdued, right? Like you got some, you got some bubbles there, um, but it's not like crazy or anything, right? But it's a little bit carbonated. It's got a little bit of a different mouthfeel. Um, but in general, the natural wine market, they're like the the bad boys, okay. uh, you know, of, of the wine world. They're like breaking all the rules and we're going to put a pig on our label and, you know, you know, kind of like super anti-establishment, you know, um, if we're going well, what political. Are they establishing? <laughs> yeah. It seems like they're establishing something that kind of supposed to be right. Right, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's all a matter of philosophy. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, like, my company, we, we take a lot of cues from uh, the natural wine community. You know, we, we use, there's some really cool stuff. They care about the farmers. They uh, care about regenerative farming, meaning we're not stealing all the nutrients from the ground. Instead, we're, we're planting in a way that is regenerating the ground right mm-hmm. so you like you go to a, a biodynamic farm or a regenerative farm there'll be like lentils right in the middle of the freaking uh grape you know mm-hmm. winery and and uh and that's what these guys do and i think it's really really like a cool movement because mm-hmm. uh it definitely plays to like the hippie side i think of a lot of folks um our age and you know like we're trying to do right by the world and the truth of the matter is wine is just as corrupt an industry mm-hmm. as a lot of industries. Yeah. And, and so the natural wine community is trying to make right by that. Sometimes <laughs> they miss the mark. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they make subpar wines in the process. This is not one of them. This is a good one. Um, these guys are doing good things. I don't know them. I have no reason to represent them. And, and I'm not representing them. But... I'd buy this again. All right. Piggy pop. Once Piggy I'm pop. done with the rosé, I'm going to jump on this. I can Cheers definitely see Thank you, sir. I can definitely see as someone who doesn't drink a ton of wine or alcohol in general. When I do, I'm very sensitive. I feel like to how it tastes and it's usually like, uh, this one, I was kind of like, hmm. Yeah. It's chill. <laughs> Pleasant. Well, I'm excited to try it. So, D. Cole, man, like you were talking about, you and I, like, we've, we've lived together. We have. We have toured together. I spent a few years spending way more time with you than even my own wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. So, man, one, thank you for being here. Uh, but, I'm happy you have me here. But I know sure. you've been on a journey. So uh, background for those who are watching this video, Daniel and I used to tour in a band called Run With It. We toured, like, to the Middle East and back. It was an incredible journey. Um, and, but that journey came to an end and we've kind of gone our own ways professionally, but personally staying in touch in so many ways. Um, but since then, I know you've been on a journey. So let's kind of break that down. What really like, what's one of the big things you've learned since like our, our time touring together? What's something that jumps out to you? Or is there just so many, it's hard to choose. (laughs) No, I think what really stuck out to me when we were touring was uh, kind of a proof of concept where depending on what you invest in your efforts towards something, you're going to get certain results from that. And I was finding with Run With It, like people who have the right mindset, 
in a consistent workflow, you can accomplish this much or, you know, this much or maybe this much, <laughs> depending on how these things are applied. And with Run With It, I was like, yo, we're a local band. We don't, we have like such a non-commercial, non-mainstream look. And so it's, it'll be hard to be like, look at these guys and be like, oh yeah, they're going to make it. But then how we started, you know, studying and analyzing and applying what we learned on top of ourselves, we, we determined that, you know, there are ways to get results and that the music you create and the words you speak are going to transcend what appears in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really valuable for myself personally, but anyone else to realize is that, you know, how things appear aren't the only conclusion, but what you apply um, can also aid and lend itself to whatever goals and directions you're going for. So just getting the results we got and run with it and seeing that, you know, we could accomplish these things was very <laughs> valuable to me. That's awesome, man. Now, and I've seen, so your world, um, I know you're, you're doing stuff with Quixotic, uh, yeah. twice on Sunday what's another band you're with and then uh, Cat King Cat King XV. that's right and XV so you kind of have your hands in a few things now yeah. at this point different spaces teaching drums at School of Rock yeah what are what are some goals that are in front of you personally right now goals out in front of me personally um, currently I feel like I'm in this phase of unlearning and unconditioning to like the deepest level I can possible with the space that I have available to do it. <laughs> unlearning what in, um, in particular? Just unlearning things that don't really, you know, equate to aligning with what appears to be true. Like, mm -hmm. you know, or what I sense to be like, this doesn't feel like totally right. This doesn't feel true. Or we're in this situation, but I have a sense that doesn't necessarily need to be this way. And if we all take kind of peel back the things that we've kind of created and established and approach it from a more true natural sense, we'll get a clearer picture. Hmm. And so, but in order to get that clear picture, you have to kind of almost have to create a blank slate within yourself because everything that's coming out of you is being filtered through your experiences and whatnot. And so learning to sit and let those experiences dissolve. Uh, so there's uh, a quote that I, I actually just added where like whenever my computer shuts down, it like pops up on the screen where it's, if you let go of who you are, you can find who you can become. Is it, yeah. is it kind of that same concept where like if you let go of preconceptions, that you have, you can find these new, new things, or is it is it something different? Is it? I think it's getting, part of that, mm -hmm. but it's not. It, but it's also, it's just letting go. Just in general, not trying to become anything first. Just like being, hmm. just totally learning how to be in this sense of being still and not and trying to not get in the way of life for once, because there are so many things moment by moment that we're not aware of that ourselves mm. that can take our life away. <laughs> and it's a miracle, to be honest, to kind of almost make it to the next day and just like thinking about, all right, what am I going to go out and do in the world? And is my action adding to us being in a state 
that actually doesn't really progress us forward or is my action, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Is it a, in a sense, are you saying like, there's things that you do that some, or we do in as, general, as, as people, people um, that in a sense, like we get in our own way. So how do we, we get in our own way? How do we push those things aside? How we push those things aside, right. not getting our own way, not getting each other's way. Yeah. Just kind of taking a step back and really looking at what it means to, I guess, function properly mm. within yourself. So I know this is becoming more and more common and popular, but the everyone focusing on eating right. right. <laughs> everyone focusing on just generally developing more healthier habits. You see it happening across the board um, through social media. You see these conversations popping up all the time mm. um, and people talking about different forms of even how to keep yourself healthy mentally. These are just, um, it's just happening more and more. And I mm. also think the space that we got through COVID lends itself to be able to really dive in because we're almost forced to not be in the way. We had to sit down and sit with ourselves and yeah. some people can't sit with themselves because they're, they don't know how to deal with or face what's in here. So all they can do is interact with what's, what's out there. Right. And yeah. So, it's like in this year, that's, that's all you had yeah. was being able to confront your own self. Yeah. Being able to confront yourself is there, in your immediate environment. Is there an example for you over this last year where you feel like you've been able to live that out? Yeah. I think the second, um, especially when COVID hit, I think, you know, because, you know, I used to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Like you taught me every, all about social media, man. Every day, <laughs> constantly talking to someone, 24-7 messaging, back and forth, building or something like that. And then with this, I finally found the space the space to say, all right, there's no need for me to have to put energy in right that I can actually give myself time. I'm having, I'm been used to giving myself time. I'm used to just like focusing it all. I'm everybody. focusing on outputting so much right. that I'm doing very little input, and so I'm not really growing as efficiently as I can. I'm not acquiring the most amount of like truth as far as I needed to take me to the next stage of life. Right. But being able to sit back and learn how to be still in really digest what's around me and what's happening in myself that's that's kind of what has been for me that's been my yeah. process and i think that process is going to be extremely beneficial for everyone um and you see an example just like when covid hit it just appears that the systems in place don't know how to really take care of people <laughs> right <laughs> that's pretty much everything failed the system All is designed to take care of of itself it's not necessarily designed to take care of people but mm -hmm. when we create systems that align more with our nature and how human beings should function mm -hmm. then i think we would have been able to tackle these issues way more efficiently right so yeah that's where i'm at with it <laughs> no that's cool man and that's i guess my example of it <laughs> what so when we tour together and and kind of building these things. I know you and I fed off each other so much. Like I, in a lot of ways, I miss running alongside of you because mm -hmm. I felt like you always sharpened me, always challenged me to get better. I hope I did the same. Um, but it, it felt like we were always kind of running and like, just like, we're going to 
fucking like annihilate everything. We're going to take over the world was kind of our, (laughs) (laughs) our mindset. Um, I think both you and I have been on a journey individually to see like, not that that was bad, but I know for me, I'm like recalibrating priorities. sounds Mm -hmm. like you are as well. Yeah. Um, but for you, what was it that, that kind of opened that door for this understanding? For this understanding? Yeah. Um, I think what really helped me break through was... Mm, that's pretty good. Sorry. <laughs> there was... It was around April. Mm-hmm. My aunt had died. It was like two days before, like my birthday. Whatnot. So this, this actually... Yeah, my April. aunt died, yeah, from COVID. Jesus. Right at the beginning of the... Right at the beginning of it, the whole quarantine. Right. <laughs> and so... It freaked me out because I know my mom is also living in that same area, living with someone who had COVID. And it being brand new and us trying to determine mm. um, the impact of it really it was just like really stressful. It was a really hard moment of possibly losing all these people I care about. And things just kind of felt, things felt wild. And then I just kind of was like outside at this uh, uh, riverfront chilling. And yeah. I don't know, I just sat down. Something just happened in my brain. It just snapped. And I just felt like going home and really diving into the function of the reality that we're experiencing. Yeah. And that led me to just finding different information and really focusing on like really learning how much, how important it is to prioritize, you know, breathing and meditating Mm -hmm. and how you conduct, you know, your mental state. Yeah. And how that then goes from in here to out there and kind of learning how that process is. And then there was this phrase I saw in this video where what you, where this guy said, uh, what you gather can be yours, but it can never be you. And so hmm. meaning like even just our physical body, whether we did it intentionally or unintentionally, consciously or, or subconsciously, like our physical body is something that was gathered. It's mm-hmm. we're a heap of food. We're like, a piece of a hardware and whatnot, but it is not the totality of who we like are. Like who we are is a software that's running it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's not the totality of who we are, but what the there's just a greater expanse of what's beyond our comprehension, basically, mm-hmm. and just really sitting with. Okay, I need to learn how to properly identify myself then, and so that led me to you know, realizing how you identify yourself is going to create the lane and funnel in which you live life. It's going to create a certain restrictions Mm -hmm. or openness. Like if I say, if I say I'm a drummer, right. Then what's going to make that true is me living out a life that aligns with all the ideas and concept that make me a drummer. I have to know. No matter what else. Yeah. I got to practice this, 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 da, da, da. But if I say I'm a drummer, but I'm spending my time driving cars and trying to race, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like I thought am I doing NASCAR what's, what's going on <laughs> yeah and so 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 what I'm saying is yeah these identities we create um, create a certain lane and certain restrictions for us but it also open us to certain things mm. but my thing is kind of telling myself I don't need to attach myself to this identity or I don't, I don't need to make that my identity it's just a way that I'm moving. So in a sense, is it, so who D Cole is, is even beyond a drummer. 
Yeah, who is, or is what who, you're saying, or who even like any of us are. You're not right. just yeah. You're just yeah. You're not. So just, like this is a component, but it's not the totality. It's not the totality. Okay. Yeah, and so it's just sitting with that understanding more, really allowing it to like kind of just like apply it mm-hmm. throughout life and seeing what that produces. And when I like take my day by day now, yeah, with this mindset of a, just a bigger identity or just like a limitless identity of like I have the same physical bodies as you but have conducted my mind and my thought produce this certain physical form in this space of time where I'm at mm. but that can easily change as well to, if you change your mind right <laughs> we hear all that stuff you change your mind you change that is your true. reality type stuff it's these conversations are popping up more and I, you know, I think we've heard a lot of it growing up mm. in different spaces whether especially religious religiously but all spiritual mm. spaces um, but even non-spiritual spaces you can even see um, what they show and what they or what I've heard I haven't actually like gone and read the papers and all that stuff mm. but what I've listened to online and people speaking <laughs> and podcasts I'm like right. yo this really hits this sounds super true but like people talking about you can see the evidence of when a person is operating a certain state of pleasantness joyfulness their physical brain Mm. um, is operating is functioning properly but when they're in a state of stress then their physical mind is not operating properly and so well mindset can drive so much yeah and I've, i've been thinking about this with um with the boys two our two younger boys and which you know our boys really well. <laughs> yeah. We, we, so for listeners, um, we used to call Daniel our Manny because for a season you lived with us and yeah. he would go pick up our kids for us. Cause Jenny, my wife and I were working and, uh, you would, you would pick up our boys and, and take care of them, all sorts of stuff and take them to McDonald's or whatever it was. Yeah. And Jojo would be super excited. What's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you come pick them up. Um, sometimes, or he'd be like, you this super salty. you need to get a different car yeah. it's like yo this <laughs> he did shit you know, on your he car just, one he, did, he hated the seat belt he was like i, I hate this seat belt it's not ah uh, yeah he's kind of yeah it he's was, a savage but was, he is but but what i've been thinking about for them so like judah and jojo just started their own youtube channel right oh, and that's so cool they're popping videos up and they're it's all about drawing and so they're they're doing their little drawings mm-hmm. little owls and you know like by adult standards it's not great Right. Yeah. I love them to death, but it's not great. But it, it something about it when I see it, there's this purity in it because um, it may, I wish I could remember who said it, but uh, there was like this musician that became very popular. I cannot remember the person for the life of me right now, but he said, when we started, we were foolish enough to believe that we can make it. Mm-hmm. And we did. And so, and it's like, I see my boys and everything and I see like, they're so young and they're not corrupted by the, all the ideas of people saying you're not good enough, you're not, you're not talented enough, you're not whatever. And it's like they're not corrupted by that. So it's almost like it seems foolish, but in a sense, if you can get your mindset in the right place and say, no, this is where I'm going, this is who I am, this is where I can be, you might be able to actually become that thing. And that person. I don't know if that's the same thing you're talking about, that, but that's kind of what it made me think about yeah, with our boys. So. Yeah, it just exists in that same space. 
this is yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> That's totally. awesome, man. So all your all your musical endeavors, what's inspiring you right now when it comes to like I saw some some things about flaming swords uh-huh. and dancers and I, I know you're playing music with Cat King. What's what's inspiring you right now artistically and musically? Uh musically, what's really helping and what really like um what really cracked this open was Terra Luna when I did this performance with Quixotic mm-hmm. and I had to I had to be outside three hours straight, play this circular wind chime mm-hmm. at like two levels to it, and I had to play that just for three hours without stopping. Three hours straight? Yeah, three hours straight. Wow. And I haven't played that instrument, you know, a melodic instrument for three hours straight before I'm using. So it was a new space for me to be in and <laughs> I had to kind of like figure out how to get into a meditative state and let that three hours just <laughs> go by. Right. But uh, it helped me figure out how to tap into a creative space that I couldn't tap into before. And it came with I'm just letting go more and more of all the habits that hmm. I've already developed mm-hmm. in order to in order to keep the moment like fresh mm-hmm. and alive and all that stuff you have to or even just for yourself so you're just like uh you don't just die you right just, <laughs> or at least die mentally Three hours yeah yeah because here if it helped me to figure out a space to kind of find new rhythms new ideas new feels that made mm-hmm. me feel alive and right. like made me feel like oh this is interesting or i'm growing or developing and I that see. was um just it, it was just the whole so it doesn't fall to be mechanical but it, it continues to be artistic for you yeah in a sense it became less mechanical and more artistic because i stopped relying on what i knew and started to reach for what was beyond what i knew hmm. or what i already tried and i, I started that. even if i didn't have any kind of awareness or perception of what these rhythms or new movements were right i know i was still like reaching for it by not repeating what I had already done <laughs> the last hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that helps because I can go sit with my students and kind of help teach them the same thing. And even just like taking your knowledge and teaching it to other people, seeing how the information gets from here to here and whether they really grasp it or not, just being aware of that and tweaking it and, and all those different things are adding to me being able to express music how I want to be hmm. myself. And when you talked about the fire stuff, me, I just love fire. I just always <laughs> that I just was, always that was have. an affinity we both share. Yeah, we, we always like lighting things on fire and bringing it on stage, even when people would tell us to stop because something about insurance. But I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, didn't we do that in the, at the Granada? <laughs> Actually, well, you got shut down. Oh yeah, with I got uh, shut down once with uh, Trey. Is it MC Trey? Trey. Yeah. Uh, am I saying it right? Yeah. With Nick and them, when you toured with them, we thought we were gonna get shut down in Wichita, but the owner came out. Do you remember that? Yeah. And he, he was, we were like, "Oh shit!" And he was like, "No, that's cool. I just saw the fire and I came to look. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> came exactly. to see what's going on." <laughs> <laughs> Most situations have been cool, fortunately. Yeah. Some situations, people, someone just like ran up on stage in the middle of the performance. Oh, it was with Vigilant Thieves at the Granada. And he was like, nope. Nah. 
now. You got to yeah, shut that Yeah, Great out. White kind of ruined that for everybody. Thanks. Yeah. They didn't really do it properly. So, Which was, which was interesting because they're like, you're doing more than anyone else has like, tried to do in Hero of Fire. The most we had is these weird abstract metal bands coming and light candles on stage yeah. and stuff like that. And I was, I felt kind of proud in a way. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're taking precautions, but we still can't afford the insurance. So yeah, you you're one. And I kind of like, I think I got a little bit of that from you because you're like, you don't really, you like to do things and ask <laughs> for forgiveness. I, later. I definitely have a, that's not, do it and ask for forgiveness you just later. Do what you want. I yes. Just, <laughs> Me, I'm just like, yo, this is cool. Mm. Da, da, I check, make sure there's a space for it. Right. You're just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> this is why I feel like. I have found that most people won't stop you. And then the ones who do, I respect them. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. You don't want me to do it, I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, or you, yeah, you respect them or you respect the space. You're like, oh, I get it, fine. Right. Definitely, man. But, so, uh, so you're working with, um, I saw it was Carrie. Oh, yeah, Carrie from Quixotic. And doing that, are you guys doing, is that a Quixotic thing or is that something you guys are doing just uh, on your own? It's just on our own right now. Okay. Maybe it'll turn into like, um, that's that's the goal. Like I talked with Anthony and whatnot and he mm. you know, saw what we were doing. He's like, yeah, when that gets finished, let me know so we can talk about putting it on a show. Because that's kind of how most of these projects starts off. It's just They create something. Yeah, you're creating something and once it's, finished or close to finished like oh yeah we can put that in the show or you can do your own thing with it good luck right. type of deal um but yeah that's what the stage is at for us right now is just that's creating cool. creating this thing is so we got a fire drum thing happening and that's awesome i'm all about that <laughs> oh yeah um it's cool for me because i get to do something else besides drumming like most of my life my main output has been this one thing and I don't really have much experience outputting to the world doing different other things. But you're a dancer as well. That's one thing we learned on tour. I'm not a dancer. You you were dancing. I like to dance. You were good dancing. I'm just saying. I like to dance but I'm not a dancer. I thought you took like classes and did all that. That, Was that made up? No, that wasn't made up. That was like college. Like (laughs) they have those extra... So you and Carrie... Working out mm-hmm. this, um, we had some technical difficulties, so we're coming back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you and Carrie are working out um, this flaming swords uh-huh. and and flaming drumming. Yeah, did I say that right? That sounds yeah. weird, flaming drumming. But um, yeah, so that might be a next iteration for Quixotic, or just for you two in general, or all levels. You could say for Quixotic, for <laughs> them, for me. Yeah. It really just feels exploratory. For the most part, like, I've gathered a certain process for how, like, you know, what you need to do to really get better at a thing. Right. So, like, drumming. So, I take the certain, like, consistencies that I've found with drumming, mm-hmm. and now I'm just applying it to this other skill. Like, I was working on this movement, and then I was like, all right, let me take this, uh, like, this idea of going at it really slow but also tempo mm. so let me kind of move this way in tempo um like kind of how i tell my students first explore speed move fast slow da, da, da. then add volume onto the layer now move fast slow and add volume to this different thing and then maybe add breaks move fast slow and then add breaks in volume 
So I was kind of doing the thing, kind of same thing with my movements with my arm where I was just doing this and like add more precision. Add yeah, more yeah. I feel like yeah. I was kind of adapting to it quicker <laughs> right? because I had this other thing to use that allowed me to come up with uh, this motion that I probably wouldn't have come up with before. It would have taken me longer to figure it out. Right. Um, and... Yeah, I'm, but it was already, it was I don't have much process. to say about it because I'm still like learning it. Like, I'm right. still like trying out this process and exploring it. But it sounds like the processes that you've used in drumming and business, yeah, you've applied now in this new spot, yeah. this new place. Yeah, there's just certain things that you can just apply across the board to whatever practice you pursue. Like I tell students, you have to breathe. You can't create tension within your body. You need to mm. be relaxed as you move because that's actually going to lend itself to developing healthier and your body moving how it should be and it's the same thing for whether you're you know athletic things Mm -hmm. still being relaxed and all that stuff and breathing and not tensing up because it's not healthy for you um those all all those different things i'm just looking for things that i can apply across the board right and develop more consistency in in my life and also kind of hopefully give that to other people and help them develop some sort of consistency that helps them, you know, either feel like they're growing mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever. Um, just looking for that. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, now, the decoy I know always has some big goals mm-hmm. in front of them. Um, is, that a, is that still a thing for you? Or does that look different? Like, is there... Is there is there some big grand goals or are you focused more on the day-to-day right now for you personally? I think the, uh, the overall <laughs> the, goals. The gnats. <laughs> we have gnats floating around. <laughs> fruit flies. Fruit flies. Fruit flies. Um, yeah. The, over, the overall goals I think have still been there where I was like, you know, this is kind of what I want to accomplish mm. in achieving life and also being able to help people as well. I think those goals are still exist and being able to instead of having a destination that I arrive to one day more so having just like a destination that I can experience every day moment by moment Hmm. instead of like focusing on a place to get to just already being there yeah and then just focusing on being (laughs) that's like kind of what all this so is it more leaning into the process and being happy with yourself in that process? Am yeah, I translating yourself, that correctly? Or yeah, happy no? with yourself in the process, in the moment. Okay. Um, but also, really just, more than that, what really feels like you're living out this idea of like what's true. Like what, how's your nature really supposed to be functioning? Mm-hmm. And finding that, so not just for yourself, but just when you realize that it's also just so you can give it to other people mm. we're all supposed to be <laughs> you know having these different exchanges that help us grow and help us progress and help us experience life a certain way but like we said earlier it's just how things have been established currently yeah don't give us the space to do that mm. so that's why i'm kind of moving how i'm moving and trying to think the way i think and adjusting wherever I feel like is where I need to really adjust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, and all of this, it sounds like in a sense you've had a lot of awakening personally. 
Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, it just yeah. feels like the range of what I've been able to receive has been expanded. I've had, like, plenty of conversations with different friends. Um, we, you know, we'll go on walks or spend out time in nature, mm. just more. Um, and a lot of these things, I feel like I'm getting the truth. I feel like I'm getting come more so from those moments. Yeah. More from just, like, what I'm, like, going and digesting online or stuff like that, but really it's like sitting with nature and watching its consistencies mm-hmm. and realizing that wherever there is a function on any level, there is a source that's feeling that function. Yeah. Whatever you can call it, it it's whatever. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, uh, but there's some life force or whatever that's feeling a function on any level and just kind of like trying to discover that more. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of... Where things are sitting right now. And it sounds like meditation is kind of a big piece of yeah, this for you. Huge what, piece. what does that look like for you? What what's your so I, I meditate more from a physiological state, like not necessarily spiritual. State. Yeah. Like it's more uh, physical and physiological mental focus. Uh-huh. Um, but what's your approach when it comes to meditation? What is like like for even even down to like tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. when you get up or tomorrow afternoon when you go into nature and you're going to meditate what does that look like for you i guess for me what at least where i feel like i'm at whenever i try and go and meditate i'm in my head i'm trying to quiet everything down mm. as much as possible and really training my physical mind to not be distracted by the noise and really learn how to get to the space that it's aiming to get to yeah. without having all these obstacles to jump over. You're just sitting here like, oh, I got to get this done. I got to get that. And yeah, yeah. That pops right up. So Yeah, just not being able to get back to that space where you feel like you have a, a really a good connection with, with whatever is making you move in here. And so mm-hmm. whenever I meditate, it's, it's about being as still yeah. and silent as possible and not really in making all the noise it's like less significant you can't really stop the mind from being itself and doing what it it's just doing keeps racing. <laughs> it's, it's going to operate how it operates but you can put your mental in a space where the significance of that can be quiet down so you can right get yourself in a place where you feel centered and so it just takes time to really develop that and get used to that so right now i'm just spending the time you know doing doing that that's a big piece for me and then mm. when i meditate with other people it really just depends on the goal for us oh so like a in that group moment. meditation yeah sense, or, or it's usually just one-on-one like i have a friend I that, that i go with and meditate from the mornings and we go on walks and stuff okay. like that and so whatever the intention is for us in that moment where we're trying to gather connect into um it's just those different things, but I think the key thing first is to stop all the noise. Because where does that noise come from? Did it come from you, or did right. it come from the this place? Like it's hard to determine because when you look at like a body of water, and you have all these raindrops, you see all the ripples that happen. Mm-hmm. But when the water is super still, and you like maybe one thing plops in the water like a rock, it's <laughs> easy to determine where that ripple's coming from, right. what that ripple is. Like where it's easy to analyze and interact and. Dude, that's kind of the same thing in here. It's easy to kind of figure out what do you need to like, give your attention oh, to this thing. when you Let don't have so right many here. things just like 
creating ripples with, with inside yourself. No, I feel you, man. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it does. And that's actually today. So, like, today I tried to meditate in more of a mantra style, yeah. which I don't do, to be honest. Um, but I did. And so, like, the concept, the one word I focused on was peaceful. Mm-hmm. And all I kept envisioning, it's funny you mentioned that, was a very calm lake. Yeah. And, like, a mountain scene. And just wanting to be that calm lake. But I started processing, like, what are the things that cause those ripples? It it really didn't go super deep. It was really just <laughs> kind of like a, a touch on that. And, like, that yeah. image popped up because it was about 15 minutes. And that was about it. <laughs> yeah. But you're done with it. You're like, all right, this is as far as I go. Right. Like, I got to move on. But, I feel um, you. But it's interesting you bring up that because, um, yeah, meditation has been a thing. I, I would say more I dabble with, not like in no way like expert practice of it. Um, but, but yeah, I'm curious, like, like for you is, is a mantra based style, like meditation, is that something you dive into? You have the chance. Yeah. Like words and yeah. And like I said, I is for literally today is the first day ever. ever, I have tried it in a long time. Let's Mm -hmm. just say, um, or, I mean, I don't know. What, is that, what does that practice look like for you? Yeah, I try that too if it feels natural and feels right to do or if I feel like, you know, that day I should, you know, go at it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I do do those uh, mantras and stuff like that, it feels right. <laughs> it feels like it's... It's hard to always explain, but it feels like there's some sort of alignment that's happening. There's some sort of, uh, whenever you are doing things, you're signaling to your body, this is how I want to operate and function. So your hmm. body then starts to produce the chemicals and whatnot that you, you know, desire. Right. <laughs> that's your, basically your body's like, for. oh, we need to do this. Yeah. Right. All right. Jumping. So like now we're shifting gears and now we're right. acting. We're going to do this way. And it produces the chemicals and whatnot that are going to take you in this direction. All those, all those chemicals and whatnot, they produce a certain energy or a certain emotion and whatnot. And so it's just focusing on what it is specifically you're trying to develop and build and what kind of what you're trying to generate Mm -hmm. for whatever purpose that you've like set out for yourself or that you're that you feel like you're aiming towards right so so the mantras really uh at times really help me get there i guess i guess quicker (laughs) yeah so in a sense it's almost a practical thing i think some people look at meditation as impractical and more like out there kind of like the icing of the cake but it sounds like you're saying it's more of a practical if i want to create this thing in my life but why why do you think why do you think it is that people feel that way towards it is i just think it's because of how it's been presented to us how people give us this thing like even just today i was when we were talking and walking um there's this thing about uh Whatever, if you're going to speak at all, mm. your, for me, your words must be true or as true that you can make it in the moment. Right. Because whatever, like, originates in here, it's coming out through all these different con- 
conditioned things that you've gone through in life and whenever it like we it's all naturally been the truth sometimes sometimes we don't always say what right. it really is what we're really feeling i know that's a frustrating thing especially in conversations we had where we're like yo i kind of want things to go this way so people can stop bullshitting and mm-hmm. actually really show who they really are because we're not right. getting anywhere mm. <laughs> we're not getting anywhere productive or truthful with the more we sit in the fabrication and where we yeah. add on to what's lies but evil is something that you know presents itself as something good and then rela- re- reveals itself later to be something else mm. and that's that's something evil if you're going to be a horrible person be a horrible person be nasty don't you know so in a sense if i hear you right it's like goodness is honesty and evil is some essentially deception I mean, if we're going to boil it down. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you're saying? or? Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's a piece of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's definitely part of it. And that's just what I... That was just from the day. Yeah. <laughs> that was just from the day. I was, this is another walk, another talk. Yeah. And, you know, that came through. No, um, but besides... Well, and it's interesting because even some of the interviews I've had today... Um, we've done a series of them um, in the interviews pre- previously. It's like when you boil down to this idea of honesty and authenticity, mm-hmm. sometimes that unsettles people and sometimes it creates things that like even down to like you think of a marriage. If a marriage is broken and someone's mm-hmm. authentic and says it's broken, it causes a separation, but in the end, in a sense, it almost becomes a positive thing because people were finally honest <laughs> as opposed to lying and, and deceiving. Yeah, if you're, um, because if you're being honest and you're generating that signal, mm-hmm. if you're generating a signal of honesty and truth, yeah. you're going to then, law of attraction, attract that, bring that to you, or you're going to navigate to that. Mm-hmm. The more and more you sit with and analyze and look at what what is really this or what's really this right that's the direction going to end up going in <laughs> so it's maybe the quicker we can just get to what's more authentic and what's more honest the better off all of us might be in relationships yeah and, and <laughs> in relationships because that's in, all and in pursuits really that's all we got at the end of the day yeah. is relationships mm-hmm. either relationships with each other right relationships with this device, relationships, you know, <laughs> right. with ourselves. People yeah. are always seeking to be in relationship with something, whether they're intending to or not, because there's this sense of aliveness mm. that people want to experience. <laughs> yeah. That, like, we've touched on from time to time, but we don't know how to, or we've lost the ability to be able to tap into that consistently mm. all the time is, is, is whatever this sense of love and a, and like, I don't know, <laughs> whatever words you want to use to describe it. Well, and for some reason, I think the word authenticity keeps coming up. It's like, how honest can we get with ourselves and how honest can we be to the people around us yeah. and authentic? Mm-hmm. And then in that, we can discover who we are, who we, what we really want, and we can discover who other people are that we yeah. care about. Yeah, for sure, because I know even in us touring together, um, we've, we've had our places where we, we or, 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 it's, or it's like 
you're not really being good in this space. Yeah. D. Cole, you're not really... We both are definitely buttheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Along yeah. the way. That's for and, sure. And so, yeah, that's why I'm just... But I think even that authenticity, even the tensions we've had on the road or even in our own personal lives, interpersonal lives, in relationships, I feel like I know I've grown from it. And, and I feel like those things have ultimately helped us mm-hmm. in a sense. And in a way, it makes me trust you more as a friend because yeah. I know we navigated those things. Yeah. Yet we're still able to run together in some ways. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. But. Oh, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> it makes the most sense. Actually, to me, the more I sit down and just like look at these things, um, what doesn't make sense is that I'm eating or drinking something that's making my body go this direction mm. instead of this direction, but why am I doing it? That doesn't make sense to me. Why are, why are we taking all these things and discon- disconnecting ourselves from being able to operate at the highest function that we can? So, like, what doesn't make sense is... That doesn't make sense to me. That's delving why into, like, if alcohol, as opposed to the social lubricant that people say it is, yeah. um, if it becomes a thing that makes me escape from actual real life, yeah. it becomes... Yeah, like me, detrimental. me not drinking alcohol for a long time mm. was me kind of almost trying to be like a living example, not from like a Christian standpoint, even mm. though that's like how what I like called myself is still I feel like me not drinking alcohol was me being an example of you guys say I either have to do this for these reasons, these social reasons, or mm. when you turn 21, this is just like what what we do. Like you're so people instill this sense that you are supposed to and should live that way and I reject like any idea or thing that doesn't come out as true I don't see this as bad but the word should or supposed Mm. to where did that come from so it's a way for you to harness your own autonomy yeah it's a way to harness my own autonomy and and like make sure whatever I'm aiming towards and interacting with yeah uh, is really me Mm. but when you start taking on and accepting and applying what didn't come from within your experience. Yeah. You're, you know, you're being foolish, you're being risky, or if you're going for something not in your experience, then you're acting, acting in a sense of hope or faith because you don't really know mm-hmm. what's not in your experience. You don't really know something that you haven't physically perceived or have run through your five sense organs. Mm-hmm. So until that really happens, the information that someone says to you, you can only like, like hope or uh, hope or bet that they know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Because either they're going to lead you this way or they're going to lead you that way. And however you want to rationalize that in or paint that image, that's up to whoever. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, and, and all this discovery for you over the last few years, when you think of this this concept, uh, the idea of living a great life, mm-hmm. like what does living a great life mean to you right now? Oh, living a great life to me means being the fullest version of myself. The fullest, most untouched version of myself. 
like when you think of like nature and whatnot and you walk out in nature in this sense of like there's something that like happens whenever you just sometimes you just go out in like the country or just mm-hmm. a beautiful environment that you haven't been in there's this sort of like thing that happens so a great life for me is being able to reproduce that and what I've discovered is what helps you being able to reproduce that is operating in a true way within yourself and between each other how we should be taking care of each other how we should be having conversations with each other how you should have a conversation with yourself those are what lead to a great life if I'm not operating out of the truth within myself then I'm only you know I could just be self-serving it would be a great life for me but inevitably (laughs) inevitably that's going to come back and it's going (laughs) to Yeah, it could potentially just ruin it for everyone else, and that actually doesn't lead to a great right. life. So then that tears like. you down ultimately in yeah. the end as well. So. Yeah. So, yeah, living a great life to me means living as true and as natural to your character as you possibly can. Yeah. That's cool, man. I dig that. So, in obviously, you're an incredibly creative person. So, for you right now, what does creating great things mean creating oh man yeah creating great things is diving into because the life is full of possibilities like i think i had posted before where just because you see the color red doesn't mean the full spectrum isn't present that full spectrum of all the colors that are possibly are out there Mm -hmm. are still present around and within that one color it's just whatever it's interacting and bouncing off of, it's only showing that color red, but there's still more there. Mm. And if you got to, and if you change this, you can, you know, just reflect different colors. You can experience the full spectrum of life. So to create things is to dive in to the full spectrum and not just sit in that one color, but explore all the different colors within Mm. yourself. You're not just this one limited person. You may be outputting one thing right now, but there's still a full range of human there. Hmm. There's a full range of life that can be presented. That's exactly why I'm like trying to step out and do other things besides drum, but like right. the fire like, Let's explore this. Let's, let's check yeah, it out. Yeah, and so creating a great life means going that direction and leading other people to go that direction as well. Yeah. Yeah, or creating, creating a great life, creating great things. <laughs> They all kind of like it's, come it's together. Kind of together. Yeah, yeah it, all was, it all kind of comes together. But yeah, creating great things will come from exploring that full spectrum, hmm. taking what's beyond what's already been established or that you patterns that you've already kind of got in your belt yeah. and touching something that hasn't been touched before. And I think that's how you create great things. And then applying truth to whatever it is you just found out there and boom, then you output that and that'll be great. And I think we see evidence of that in so many different artists or pieces of struck uh, architecture or pieces of like music just whatever even just physical feats as well mm-hmm. um we see examples of greatness out there because people have found a space and touched it and some people find more than one spaces and they're just talented in a bunch of You're things like, Shouldn't yeah <laughs> so just to ex- explore the full range of in- and spectrum of what actually exists within inside yourself that's awesome man yeah. i love it Well, thank you for making the time, man. That's awesome. 
Thanks hey. for hanging out. It's good to connect. Yeah, super and good to connect. We'll probably turn out the cameras and keep drinking, and it'll be good. I'm down. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Live and Create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review. The Live and Create podcast.